Welcome to Kingdom Minded Podcast with Ray Munoz. Welcome everybody to another episode of Kingdom Minded Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Munoz. Uh, welcome everybody. This is uh, my fourth episode. I'm really excited about the way that the podcast is going. Uh, I hope you guys are excited about it. Um, I want to first off start by thanking you guys for following me on follow me on Instagram at Kingdom Minded Podcasts and all the comments and messages I've been getting on the latest posts. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm really, really, really appreciating the feedback I'm getting from you guys. So please keep it can keep it coming. It really, it really helps me know um, how to help you guys or how to, you know, kind of put the podcast in the direction for you guys, you know, the, the, what you guys are looking for. Um, I saw a lot of good questions on curriculum and things like that on my latest um, questions poll. So definitely we'll be looking into doing some podcasts to kind of see, kind of fit what you guys are looking for. Um but I'm really excited. I've been gaining. I got. I gained. Blah, blah, blah. I gained a lot of followers this last uh, couple of weeks. So thank you guys for following me. Um, if you haven't, go ahead and jump on Instagram at Kingdom Minded Podcast um, and just like it, you know. And then also, um, I'm doing the contest still. So if you're interested, you know, like the photo with the uh, Amazon gift card thing. Uh, like it, comment, and then. Uh, share it or tag someone into it. Uh, that way, you can get more followers. Cause still trying to reach the uh, 500 follower mark. And uh, I heard some through the grapevine. Uh, some people were saying that uh, maybe I might be um, waiting doing 500 followers. So that way, I would forget. That way, everybody would forget about it. Uh, I'm not trying to forget about it. I really, I really want to just give it away. But I have set myself a goal and. You know, that's one thing I've really tried to do this year is try to make sure if I set goals, I, I'm trying to reach them and not compromise on them. Because um, a lot of times I tend to compromise on a lot of things. As you will find out today, um, segue through our um, this, today's episode, it has to do with personalities. And so I have a very, very special guest with me today. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear um, today's episode and you know get this topic or hear this topic because i really think it's really important if anything i feel that this is probably top five top five topics that children's ministers or any ministry should be going through and should look into um personality types i think it's i think it's huge so um, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later, uh, with my guest. Um, but I just want to just, you know, see how everybody's doing, how you guys are, are feeling about this podcast. So please let me know. I love to hear your guys' feedback. Um, so today let's talk about, um, some tech. Um, let's talk about some sound tech. So really want to know what you guys are using for your Sunday school, uh, kids church, or even buses, um, what kind of sound systems are you guys using? Are you using portable Bluetooth speakers? Are you using uh, a full-on soundboard where it's bolted into the you know the the a table? Or if you're using portable sound system, so for our kids church over at HC Kids, we use a portable sound system. So we use one that we have to set up and tear down every Sunday um, because we use a multi-purpose room that we can't always leave set up. So, you know, to those people that um, have their own room and they, they set it and forget it, you guys are blessed. I envy you. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, it's, I mean, once you get the hang of it, it's really not as much work as it seems. Um, I guess, I mean, I would still love to have to set it and forget it kind of thing, but, you know, you learn to really kind of master out, you know, how to set it up you get a rhythm for it um i was making a joke this last week because we're redoing our entire sanctuary with a uh, carpet 
and that includes um, the platform and you know the sanctuary, the the congregational portion. So I was teasing some of our worship team and saying, "Well, you know, you guys are getting a little taste of what uh, Kids Church has to go through every week." And uh, setting up, I go, "You know, we do this every Sunday." So they were kind of laughing about that. But I, um, but yeah, we have to set up every Sunday, so we get really used to plugging in everything and the cables and the speakers and, you know, so that's our setup. Um, I have used on some smaller stuff. I have used Bluetooth speakers and that does work pretty well. Um, I know one Sunday we, like I said, we, uh, we share our sound system. It's not just the children's ministry sound system. It's also the, you know, evangelism, <laughs> evangelism, you know, sound system. It's the youth sound system. It's everybody uses that sound system. So sometimes when we don't, someone needs to use it and they take it for a weekend, uh, we're, we have to resort to using either smaller sound systems. Like a, there's one that we have at the church. It has wheels and you roll it and you can plug it in, but it also has a battery so you could charge it and then take it out. Uh, we've used that plenty of times on on outreach um, and then, you know, wheeled it out to a community and then just plugged it in and you can play your, your um, iPad from there. And um, there's so we've used that one a few times and that one's actually really nice um, and it's pretty loud. You know, it has like one speaker on there um, or we've used Bluetooth speakers. We've used smaller ones. We've used bigger ones and they work pretty well, too. But the sound system is kind of the way we want to go. Um, we do have this uh, mixer with a program that we load sounds with. Um, so that's really cool for, you know, Kitsch Church. We can throw in clapping and, you know, laughing or like horns or anything we want to throw in there. Um, it has like a soundboard where we can just press a button and it, and it plays a sound effect for us. It really helps out um, kind of killing the dead time that we have in between some things. Um, and we can play music right off the bat and load two songs all at once or three songs, you know. So that's really, really cool little thing that we just, um, we've probably been running that for maybe about a, over a little over a year. So that one's pretty cool that we use. Um, we also have an iPad that we use that has a slew of music on there. So that way we can, you know, have songs just playing continuously. No one has to load anything. That's the only downfall to the um, soundboard or the mixer is that someone has to be working that. So with a iPad or an iPod or anything, or your phone, I've even we've even done it off our phone sometimes, um, you can play songs that are continuously playing and shuffling, and it's not something that someone has to manage. Um, we usually do that in the beginning portion of our service because everybody's running around serving breakfast or setting things up or talking to kids. There's not time for someone to sit there and mix songs throughout the, the morning. So we'll usually play an iPad um, to mix a, a list of songs, to mix them for us and just play them continuously so no one has to man it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what we do. But I'd really like to hear what you guys use or send me pictures, tag me into them. Um, I'd really like to see what you guys are using out there. You know, maybe someone has an idea that sh you know, and they share it with me. Um, that way I can see and it might be something new because that's what happened to us with that mixing board is we saw someone using something and we asked questions and that changed a lot of the way we do things now. It's just because we asked questions and we took the idea. So, you know, that that was just, you know, something I thought about today. I was like, man, what can we talk about that's tech wise that maybe someone's not thinking of using, you know, and the great thing about Bluetooth is you can use any device to connect to that Bluetooth. And so you're not limited, you know, and then let's say, Oh, well, I don't have a library of music. Well, you don't, but you can also jump on YouTube and pull up any song pretty much, um, and play it from there or Spotify or, you know, things like that. You can pull up music now just at the drop of a, you know, just typing it in and searching for it. Um, so, I mean, there's endless possibilities. You may not be able to purchase all that music, but you can at least stream it or <clears throat> look it up on YouTube and use it that way. Um, so, you know, but I'm really excited for today's episode, guys. Um, I Like I said, I have a special guest. Um, I think this is a very, very important um, subject for ministry. Um, and I, I feel very strongly about it, as you can, you'll be able to tell in this episode, because I think it's something that's really overlooked 
in either the apostolic movement or just in ministry in general. I don't think people take enough of this into consideration. Um, and for me, I can, I mean, I can't speak for anybody else, but I can speak for myself in ministry. This is definitely a game changer for me because it has changed the way that my ministry works. It's changed the way that I've interacted with people and the people in my ministry. Uh, it's just, it's completely changed it around. Um, but I think it's a great tool. So, you know, without further ado, guys, I don't want to keep you any longer waiting on this, uh, next episode, but without further ado. Here we go uh, with my next guest. So go ahead and let's welcome them. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I'm here with my guest, the one, the only, Selena Contreras, um, a.k.a. Turtle, a.k.a. <laughs> Selena Linda, a.k.a. I don't know of any other nicknames I've given you. <laughs> Ina, as, yeah. as my niece and nephew will call you. Uh, my right hand lady <laughs> and my partner in crime, my travel buddy. Uh, she's here with me today. Say hello to everybody. Hi. And we're going to be talking today uh, about something pretty interesting. Um, we're going to be talking about personality types in ministry. Um, so we got you here today. Let's let's. Before we go into our um, our episode about personality types, let's talk about your Sunday. How was your last? How was Sunday for you? Um, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday felt pretty rushed and a little. Are we being super honest? <laughs> yeah, you be honest. Um, it was a little frustrating because we had damage done to one of our uh, items. Uh, yes. Uh, somebody smashed one of our stores. Yes. And um, I had just purchased a bunch of items to put in there. So it was a little frustrating. Um, so can I pause you for a second and explain to people who are listening? They might not know what these are. Yes. Um, we actually got donated. Um, the They're called jewelry boxes, I guess you would say. They're what they're display counters that you would see at, like at a department store. Um, and they're glass, they have lights in them, uh, shelving, and then they lock and you name it. And they're, they're beautiful. We got two of them donated to us, um, which they're like 300 or $400 each. And we were blessed to get some donated. Um, so we've had them in our room for almost a year, maybe a little bit more than a year. Two years. Two years. Wow. Yeah. We painted them two years ago. You're going to find out Selena is very on point with dates and remembering <laughs> things. And I am not on point with remembering things. I just remember they happened and I don't remember the dates. But anyway, so we had these donated. Um, so I, we were there that morning. We set up. Um, we were trying out a new uh, setup thing for our ministry because it's so hard for us, some of us, to kind of get everything done together. So we kind of assigned roles for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, so I was in charge of lights and little detail stuff. Selena takes care of our sound and also a little detail. Everybody kind of does little details here and there. And then so I had set up everything and then I got on my bus and I took off. And like I'm already driving on the way there and I get a call from Selena saying that some it was Some, a little bit dramatic. <laughs> I was upset. <laughs> she was upset, which rightfully so. I mean, we're, we were upset about it, but her personality is a little bit different from mine. <laughs> I'm like, you know, there's not much you can do about it. No, like I'm the no use crying over spilled milk person. Selena's like, I want to know what happened to the cow. I want to know what where this milk came from. It had a backstory. You have no idea. How many ounces were spilled? Oh, there was this many ounces. And do you know how much protein of that milk would have went to somebody that needed it? You know, like, so those are our different personality types. So I was just like, okay, well, I'm on the bus. I can't do anything about it. We'll just, I said, just make sure it's covered. So no, none of the kids, when they get there, can go buy it. So... I was upset about it, but, you know, just can't do anything about it once it's happened. So, yeah, we had these, and so that's what happened. Some Somebody broke it. Uh, we don't know who. Uh, we tried checking the cameras, and we didn't 
capture anything. We didn't catch a person. <laughs> Unfortunately, the camera was not pointing in that direction also, so it really made it harder for us to try and see. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, unfortunately. So, uh, Detective McGruff right here is going to be, she's still investigating it. I am. She's, I just, I just, if you break something, like, just tell, own Just it. tell somebody. Just tell somebody. If it was an accident, like, if you maliciously did it, that's a different story, but... Shut I up. It's, it's you know who I, you are because we will find you. I will find you. Selena will find you and she will let you know. I'm working a couple theories. She's, yeah. So I'm just like, I we looked and we couldn't find it on the cameras. Yeah. I think it was just more frustrating at the fact that I had just purchased a bunch of items to go in there. Um, something that I had felt all my heart to do last year. And I just delayed it and... I finally did it, and then it was just like, ah. Might I add, it's still functional. It is still functional <laughs> now that the glass is cleaned out. Yeah. However. Shout out shout out to Brother Joe. Brother Joe. And Zinke. Brother Mike came in. I heard, saw him come in a couple times to help him out um, with cleaning up that glass for us during, mm -hmm. during church service. It was super helpful. Thank you guys very much. Um, but, yeah, because we didn't have time to do it because we had to get church going. So we were probably going to have to do it later on that day or after church and they were they were so great to help us out with cleaning that up and it's definitely was a blessing to us um but yeah selena had purchased some stuff to do with that thing and uh you know and i was just like you know you can't do anything about it and then i started thinking well what can we do because glass is expensive mm -hmm. and then we have to fit it back into it and it's all like it has uh, molding on it, and so it's it's a deal to get it to get that in. So I was like, well, maybe we'll buy packing peanuts and <laughs> and put packing peanuts in there, and then put toys inside there, and the kids can put their hands in and pull out a toy. You know, you pay a kid's church dollar, and you get your hand in there, and you can pull out a toy. Whatever you get, you get. You might grab a potato. I don't know, <laughs> you know, but which I, ended up being a really good idea and i was even like oh well we can get sister liz to do the decals like yeah i i started dreaming with it too but yeah yeah so go ahead i'm sorry um, so. yeah other than that it went really good we um unwrapped some of the gifts that were left over from christmas time and added those to the kids store which the kids loved yes and um the most surprising thing was we had extra cotton candy um buckets and the kids thought like it was gold. Yeah. It sold out so quickly. <laughs> yeah. So we do Christmas. We do, um, Selena actually heads up our Christmas program. The Hope um, Project. The Hope Project where we have a reef and people in the church can go and pick a child. And you get to pick out gifts for a child at your at our church. So we had a bunch of kids that either don't come anymore. Um, moved away. Moved away. And unfortunately... You know, it happens. Um, so we were really, really bad. And so we always let the people know who bought them. Hey, so-and-so moved. They're no longer in the area. They don't come to church anymore. Um, we ask them if they want to take it back. And these people were so gracious enough to say, just go ahead and keep it. And we use it for our store. So kids are still getting blessed by this, you know, and it does encourage them to behave because they see the store is so loaded now. Um, <laughs> we even had one of the um, families that purchased a really nice Nike duffel bag and basketball and football and gloves say, go ahead, use it for a raffle or just use it for something to try and get kids here. So I'm pretty excited about that, whatever we decide to do with it. Yeah. So if you gave a gift and your kid didn't show up to church, remember that it's not going to waste. We will always find something to do with it. Um, but thank you guys for those gifts. Um, but yeah, I thought I, I did feel that kind of rushed a little bit. Um, but overall, I think it was a great Sunday. Overall, it was really good. Um the game went really well. The kids loved the game, mm -hmm. challenged the staff to it, and made Sister Sylvia sick. They don't know what the game is. So oh. <laughs> um, so she has this game. We actually stole it from um, Diana. So if you're listening, thank you for giving us that game. Uh, we saw it, and then we took it from you. Um, <laughs> but it's where you stand over on the other side of the room, and you cover one eye, and you spin around. We had to do it 25 times or 20 times. And then you have to walk or run towards the table, which has a ball and a cup on it. And you have to flick the ball off the cup 
Without knocking the cup over. Without knocking the cup over while you're dizzy. My word, it was so hard. It was hilarious. Yeah. But so the kids were doing it all service. And then they uh, they wanted, the kids had, they're pushing the, the teachers to do it. So the teachers did it. And then I made Selena and them do it too. So, um, but it was, no, it was a good Sunday. Uh, we had a good altar call. Altar call was really altar good. Altar call was really good. Um, that's always something that I always, that's how I measure how, how good a service was is how our altar call was. But all in all, it was a good, it was a good Sunday. Um, you know, we didn't, we had a few behavioral issues, had to send another kid out. Um, but I, you know, I think this week I'm going to really try and work on developing a plan for him so we don't have to send him out. Um, but I did talk to him after service and informed him that, you know, we want you in here, but you do have to follow the rules. And so we're working together with our bus ministry to try and, uh, correct that and make sure it doesn't happen as often but yeah so that was sunday that was sunday it was it was pretty good oh, one more cool thing is i was i had gone out um and i was in the kitchen and i could hear the kids praying at the altar call so i thought that was really cool just that they're comfortable enough to mm -hmm. be vocal while they're praying yeah and that's a and that's a big deal because i mean yeah, it just really depends. I've seen some churches where the kids are just blaring it out, and I'm like, man, that's awesome. And then, like, you know, sometimes at our church, our kids are a little bit quieter when they pray, and I you know, always try to tell them, you know, God wants to hear your voice. You know, go ahead and let it out. Don't worry about, you know, what what you sound like or what people are thinking, you know. But we just have a group, and like we will talk about today, a group of kids that are very – um What's the word? Their personality types are not as outgoing in some aspects or some little some, introverts. Yeah, a little bunch of little introverts. So, you know, but that's so that was the Sunday. It was, it was really great. Um, I can't think of anything. I think setup was smoother this this Sunday. I learned how to do the sound. She learned how to do the sound. I'm, I'm trying to teach her. I kind of forgot how to do the sound. Yeah, it's pretty... It's a learning process. It's learning which chords go with which. Yeah. And actually, cool thing is, um, the way I have it set up, because I'm usually the person who does it. I had one other person that did it, but they don't do it anymore. Um, but the way I have it set up is I have things certain things color-coordinated. So it's easier to remember, and then there's certain steps to follow, so that way it's less work and not as hard to do. But she's learning. Um, hopefully I can teach someone how to do the lights, so that way they know how to do the lights. Because we have lights in our kids' church. Um, so setting those up really make a difference inside the room. Um, so that was last Sunday. It was good. It was great. It was a good service. Um, so today... Um, we're talking about personality types, talking about personality types within your ministry. Um, it doesn't matter what ministry it is, really. I mean, this falls within any ministry. Um, so Selena, um, she works for the church and she was working as a secretary at one point. Um, and my pastor, Pastor Wilmoth is huge on personalities. Mm -hmm. He has everybody that works for the church take a personality test, correct? Yes. Yeah. So everybody that works for the church has to take a personality test because he wants to know what type of person you are and what's the best way to to work and or communicate with you. Um, because that's super vital. And a lot of people don't really don't really think about that too much. And if you're like me, who probably never thought about it until it was brought up, um, you could be going about the wrong way with certain people mm -hmm. and not even realize it. Because not that you're being a horrible person, you're just not paying attention to their personality. And what works for one person may not work for another person. Um, so there's a test. Go ahead and talk about this test. Um, the one that Pastor uses or the recent one? No, the, the, one, that we, the one that we all took. Oh, okay, so we, uh, we are all doing the Enneagram uh, test. It was introduced to us by uh, Melody. And um, shout out to Tune Bucket. Tune Bucket music lessons. Yeah, just give her a little plug. You can give me uh, five dollars for a coffee melody. Really appreciate <laughs> it. Go ahead. 
Um, so she introduced it to us. We all took the test and we, of course, like loved it so much. We passed it on to everybody else and then they took it and passed it on to everybody else. <laughs> so it's, um, so the whole church is pretty much taking this test. <laughs> um, but it just, it just helps you understand one, how you work, um, you, your personality in a healthy state and in a negative state. Um, it just overall, it gives you a better understanding of how you work for yourself. And personally, I've used it when I'm like, why am I being so negative? And then I'll go look and be like, oh, that's why. Yeah. So it's, and it's I, just a tool. It's a very, it's a very useful tool. Mm -hmm. And I think I know at last SCC we were at, we were sitting down eating lunch and there was a few people and they had never heard about this test. Um, and we started explaining it to them and they're like, wow, like this is really like useful. Like, I kind of think that, like, this would be a good segment as far as SEC stuff. Mm -hmm. It's learning personality traits and learning how to communicate with each other. Um, but we we all know what we are. So um, so it's based off of numbers, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, The nine types. The, there's nine types, apparently. Yeah, I didn't know how many. I don't worry about <laughs> anything other than my numbers, so I don't know how. To me, it only goes as far as a five. Worry about everybody's number that you need to know about. I, exactly. <laughs> Which I don't have anybody above a, f a five that I can think of. Wait, do I have a seven? We have a seven. I we have, have a, seven. a nine and an eight. Oh, a nine and an eight. Okay, never mind. He needs to think about all of them. I think about it. <laughs> I thought I had a bunch of ones. That's how it feels like. We do have a lot of ones. So, okay. So, there's nine personality types. Okay? You take the test mm -hmm. and, you, and you fall into one of those categories now you can be one of those nine but you cannot you don't necessarily have to be a hundred percent that personality right. you'll you can be assigned a wing which is a number next to it and then oh. there's <laughs> then there's also um your subtype so um i know that when um lorraine took the test mm -hmm. she felt she had to read the different types because she felt like she fit into more than one category mm -hmm. and so even though you're assigned a number on your results um, they strongly encourage you to go back and read each type so that way you can decide if you really do fall into that category and basically the Enneagram really comes down to you being really self-aware of who you are mm -hmm. if you're not self-aware you're obviously gonna get some off answer yeah so if you're like in denial about how you really are probably not going to get the right <laughs> answer you might have might want to have your best friend take it for you so they can give you the right answer i would but, have been a nine if i had not been self-aware yeah so i i feel like i'm pretty self-aware and who i am and what my mistakes are or what my faults are and what my my tendencies are i guess um so i took so each one has a different a different type meaning um so each personality type has a different meaning and do you, so do you happen to remember all of them um i remember some of them so let's go the through type one is the reformer they're the rule follower um super detailed uh it can be very critical however um but they're they're the ones you want working for you uh the twos are the helper and they are the caretakers, the ones that will either help you with words or actions or if you need something done, they're going to do it just to be able to take care of you. Um, the three, I believe, is the achiever. They are hard workers. They like to be busy, um, but they like to do a lot of stuff for recognition. Hmm. Uh, the type four... I think is the eccentric one. Is that the correct word? Eccentric? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but they're like your artsy type, the the one that's kind of just a little bit off or not off. That sounds really rude. <laughs> that sounded really rude. I'm they, sorry. They they're the peacocks. They're the ones that are like, oh, you they're they're different. Yeah, they um, they beat to their own drum. Yeah, the five is the researcher. I believe mm -hmm. they look up everything. They um, really like their alone time. Um, mm -hmm. They like their personal space. The six is the loyalist. Shout out to Missy. Mm -hmm. um, 
their their, <laughs> their trust is really hard to earn but once you earn it they're like they're loyal to you forever um, um, but they also think of everything they always think of everything as a worst case scenario and then they're okay the seven is the super outgoing one um, they make people laugh they like to be the center of attention um, but they also have a tendency to be very flighty and just skip from one project to the next to the next without ever finishing one. Mm -hmm. The eight is the challenger. Oh my gosh, I totally do remember all of them. Wow. I didn't really... <laughs> if you're not noticing, Selena is a one. Just so you... I am a one. Okay, go on. <laughs> um, eight is the challenger. And they are the ones that will either challenge authority if they feel that there is an oppression. Um, they like to challenge the norm. Um, and they also will fight for people that they really care about. Like, it doesn't matter what they are, they will stand up for them. The nine is the peacemaker. I can't believe I remember all of them. <laughs> uh, it's the peacemaker. Um, they are the ones that will go along with the flow of everything just so that way they can keep the peace. Like, even if it's not something that they want to do, they'll be like, oh, that's okay. Like, whatever you want to do, mm -hmm. even though they have a choice of where they would like to go in order to keep the peace, they'll just go along with the flow. Yeah. Um, wow. And so I know everybody is probably listening to this and they go, I know who this is. I know who this is. Yeah. I know who this is. And it, and, and it's really like it, you think it's more difficult than what it is, but it's really simple. And once you kind of understand who, who's what, it makes it so much easier for you to, to be able to work with them. Right. Um, so like, um, and this test is online. You can take it for free, right? Like, yeah, it's the, a free test. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I'd highly advise you get you guys to have people on your teams or people you work with or bring it to your leaders and and say, hey, you, would you mind taking this test? Like, can we put this test out? Because really, like, I've been using it a lot as far as like with the way that I approach people with things. So. Um, so Selena is a one. I'm a five. Mm -hmm. And I also scored as a one, a one and a something else. I think a two. No, I don't think that's a two. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so Selena yeah, thinks I'm just a strictly a five. I don't know. I answered it as honestly as I felt like I don't I think could. he's as self-aware as he thinks he is. I'm very self-aware. <laughs> so, but I'm a five, and the, and I feel that a five really speaks to how I am. Mm -hmm. um, I like to research things. I don't like to jump into things without really knowing how they work. Put it this way. When we were reading the how Ray just said, like, when you heard what the type was and what they it's brought down to, and you have those people in your mind, like, everybody, when we read the five, was like, that's Ray. <laughs> Before he took the test. Yeah, apparently everybody knows how who I am and what I am, which is, <laughs> which on a, everybody on our team knows, and that's that's a good thing. So, and I'm a type five. Like I'm like, uh, it's either yeah, you know, it's you know, per prime example when the thing broke or someone broke the the cabinet. I'm just like, okay, well, can't change it. Can't change Keep it. Going. You know, that's my personality type kicking in, and then the whole needs its personal time that is me to a t yes i am usually not as outgoing as people think um it's and a trait. it's a learned trait and i need my own personal time and that even goes with even our relationship mm -hmm. i need my personal time like i love you <laughs> i'm i love being around you but there are days and there are times where i'm just drained or i've had a rough day I just need my alone time and I don't want anybody. It's not even just Selena. I just don't want anybody about <laughs> around me. And I just need that time to recuperate because that's how I keep myself from going insane. You know? Um, but Selena, you know, she, she's like that too, but not as much. Not as much. But I did have to learn um, that when dating, when we started dating, to um, give him that space. And it wasn't like a, oh, he hates me. <laughs> Yeah. Or I annoy him. It was, no, he needs this for his mental health. Yeah. It's, it's very, very important to me. <laughs> and, you know, it's cool. Like, 
I think it's important for people to realize that like your mental health is very it's important. Very important. As much as it sounds like a negative thing, like oh well he's crazy or he has problems. No, 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 no. I just know how to keep myself from going off the edge. And by doing that, I, I protect myself by by doing certain things. Um, but Selena's very analytical. Mm-hmm. She needs numbers. She needs, you know, all this other <laughs> stuff. She knows dates. She knows times. She knows, you know, every little detail. As opposed to me, is like, yeah, we were there and we ate. And that's about all I know. I carry a notebook with me all the time just because I have to take notes. She writes a list for everything, too. And I can't do it on my phone. It has to be handwritten. Oh, no. I have to, Mine has to be on my phone. And even then, so most of the time, I'm like, oh, I'll just remember it. Um, <laughs> I'll take my notes and then rewrite my notes after I'm done. I'll organize them better, make them cleaner. Yeah. So let's um let's break down some other personality types. Um, so we're gonna go through. So guys, if you're listening from our staff, HC Kids staff, we're gonna bring your names up. Sorry, <laughs> but we'd let you know that we love you and we couldn't do it without you. So that's why we're bringing you up. But let's um let's start with Allie. I think Allie is a good one to start with. Allie is our nine, the peacemaker. So Allie is that person. That whatever you guys want. You know, she'll just say whatever works for you guys. You know, like if I was to ask her, Allie, choose a restaurant or you're going to die, she'd prefer to die. <laughs> because she <laughs> That is the most accurate thing ever. It, it is because it's so true. But, you know, go ahead. So go ahead and keep explaining. So Allie's our peacemaker. She's our peacemaker. She's always willing to help just to just to please the group. Mm-hmm. Just to do, which is or really just to good. Just to get the job done. Just to get the job done. She doesn't, you know, doesn't want to. She doesn't need credit for it. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, and then so what are the things that like nines, she's a nine, right? Mm-hmm. The things that the nines, like you have to think about when you're working with a nine though. You don't tell them what to do. You mm-hmm. have to ask them. And I've, I've learned that the very hard way because <laughs> I know there's been times that, and Allie can tell you, that I have told her, I, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to take care of this now. And because my mind is moving 100 miles an hour, and and a lot of people who have worked with me know that I have a tendency of saying things not the way I meant it. I will tell you, I will tell you something and my mind is moving so fast that I'm not concerned about my tone and I'm not concerned about how you're gonna feel about it. I'm just relaying information in a way. It's like a computer. I'm just pushing that data out and I get it going and I'm moving. But a lot of times I don't think about how I'm saying things. So to a nine, you're just being rude. I'm being rude and I'm not being considerate of how they feel. Or to that nine, I'm just trying to sort my authority mm-hmm. over them. And so I have to learn with that nine that I'm, I have to say, would you mind please doing this? Or, would you be able to do please doing this? Even though I know I need it done, I have to word it in a way that I don't want to offend that nine, you know, and I don't want to push that nine away to where they don't want to do it or they feel n- negative about the way I asked them to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's like working with a nine, right? Yes. Uh, like a- she's not the type of person that you just throw up in the front and be like, can you do something? Oh, yeah, last-minute things, too. Their anxiety too. will go through the roof. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, Allie, will, Allie gets sick if she feels like her anxiety is rising. Yeah, and you don't, yeah, and I have a tendency of throwing things last-minute on people. Like, go up and do this. And I, I'm learning, I'm learning, you know, to, to try not to do that to my personality types that either don't like that or they or it's not something that works well with them. Um... But, you know, it's just the thing as as a person like me, I have to learn. And I felt like I've been really trying the last couple of weeks, especially because we've been so busy and so stressed that I'm making sure that I am paying attention to how I'm asking people to do things mm-hmm. and how I'm going about taking care of certain things that need to take care of. Um, so that's we'll kind of like leave it there on the nines. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do Missy. Missy is our six, our loyalist. Mm-hmm. 
And um, she's a ride or die. She is a ride or die. She's a ride or die chick. She rides she's a motorcycle. She's been in children's ministry, I believe, when she turned 12, and she is 28 now. I hope you don't mind. I just said your age. Ooh, drop the age. <laughs> but no. she's been in it for over. I can't do math. I don't know. Blood in, blood out. <laughs> that's that's essentially. She's gonna bug me. That's essentially oh. this this the, Missy is. Let, that's she's blood in blood out. She's Was been that sixteen years. I don't know. I'm sixteen not doing the math. years. Missy has been in children's ministry for sixteen years. Wow, she's been longer than me. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, Trust but, her opinion. But, and she's super smart. Like, yes. Let's just go, Missy. Any is, math question? Math. You... She is our math whiz. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a certified teacher. CPR. CPR. If she's choking, she's the one you want to be around. Yep. I, I mean, unless she's making we, fun of we you. We got teachers on our staff, yo. <laughs> like, we got the big guns. We don't play around. But, like, it's really cool because I can talk to Missy about... Um, I, Selena has knowledge of this, too, because she worked in a, in a daycare. I worked in a daycare for, like, one of my first jobs I ever did. And then my mom's a teacher. So, talking about child development is, like, a... It's like an everyday thing at my we house. We kind of nerd out. Yeah, we nerd out on it. But with Missy, and then we all kind of just like, well, how do we go about this through a child development way? You know, like we think about that way because those are tools that are like super helpful for, to us. And even if you're not a teacher, and but you're in children's ministry or even bus ministry, those things are important to learn. Right. Like I'll read like parenting magazines and stuff like that just so I can know new techniques to work with the kids. Yeah. So, and it, you know, but like learning techniques and stuff like that and even kids with disabilities and things like that like that stuff's important to know because one day you're going to have to come across a kid with that mm -hmm. um and i was just talking like i remember talking to our our friend cody um he's a teacher and so we would talk about kids um one time i had to pick him up from the airport it's the first time i ever really met him and so we just talked about children because he's a teacher I do Sunday school and we talked about all this other stuff that has to do with child development. Um, but anyways, so Missy's like our knowledge base person. She's, <laughs> she's probably the smartest person in the room. Yeah, I'm not going to debate that. Yeah. One. I, I agree with that. So she's got degrees. So, um, but <laughs> so. Missy is another one. Her So the six also, I believe I remember reading is that they have the rebel um not mentality. That's not the right word. <laughs> I always think of her saying, "Well, then I'll just, I'll just leave." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll just leave. That that's her rebel mentality. But yeah, they have like a mentality. Is not the right word. Maybe it is. I don't know. And let me but let me clarify like... this because she's not really saying it just to be mean. She's doing it to tease me because I'm like, okay, I need you guys to do this, and I might, and I might say it in the wrong way of saying it to her, <laughs> yeah. and she knows it, so she'll say that to bug me, and I'm just like, Missy, like, stop, and she's just like, oh, I'm just saying, and then, but she's <laughs> really not saying, leaving. I'll leave. Yeah, she's, I'll just leave, and they're like, but she's doing it just to tease me, so I just want to clarify that. <laughs> our, our team is very sarcastic with each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she is, has like the rebel, um, thing about her so like if you tell her like oh you need to do this or you're gonna do this or you you better any of those words are like trigger words for them and mm -hmm. she'll shut down like she's like, i don't care i don't have to do what you're telling me <laughs> which is what i always tend to say <laughs> but like i said i'm a computer and i just push out data and i'm just like the data's there and i'm running off and they're like what on earth did he just say to me you know so but she is extremely faithful. That is mm -hmm. one thing I can say about Missy. She is extremely faithful. She is there when she needs to be there. She's there on time. Um, she's there early. Or Even you know. if she comes strolling in mm -hmm. and we all say hi and we all get scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, people are tired. People are tired that uh, early in the morning. And, um... But yeah, she's super faithful, which is, you know, it's it's great to have people like that that are, are faithful on your team, you know, and that are always there and always, you know, you know you can count on them being there. Um, okay, so we got her down. Um, Sylvia. Sylvia. Sylvia is our eight. Mm -hmm. 
Um, she's new to the team, so I'm still crying, try, crying, trying. Crying. I cannot talk. Blah, 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 blah. I'm still crying about her. <laughs> <laughs> so thankful. <laughs> um, she. I'm still learning how she works, uh, mm. personality-wise. Uh, we have noticed that she can be. Well, I guess technically that would fall under the eight, but she can be thrown anything and she'll rise to the occasion to just get it done. Mm -hmm. So, like, if we are um, done earlier than the church, the big church, mm -hmm. um, we know we can go to her and she'll come up with a game like that. She's the person I can throw last minute things on mm -hmm. and they'll they'll be able to handle doing it. Not saying that anybody else couldn't do it, but I know that she can handle it on a fly and it's there's no like uh 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 you know it's just like okay i'm grabbing it i'm going i don't know where this car is going but we're going you know <laughs> and even if it's going to a wall she'll drive it you know but you, that's i mean that's kind of a good analogy to think about it yeah. I, i'm gonna grab this car and i don't know where it's going it might be going to a wall or off a cliff but i'm gonna drive it because you needed me to do it you know um but that's you know like and she's newer so it, like i said we're still trying to not figure out, but we've all taken You're the test. You're a mystery, but, Sylvia. But, like, everybody's, we're trying to fill out and see what everybody's, you know, traits are at and stuff like that. Um, so, one we didn't talk about, and I think it's the seven. Was it the seven, the person who's out there and wants, like, they're they're the outgoing people. Mm -hmm. That's a seven, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're looking at me like it's like I'm wrong. No. Okay. So um, that's a seven. We don't have any sevens. Well, actually, in my healthiest state, I go to the seven, which is the outgoing one. But huh. I'm really there. Yeah. I don't think my I don't think I ever make a turn on that street. But the sevens are those people who can talk to anybody. The sevens are the people who are, are have no problem being up front. Um, they they don't mind making a fool of themselves. They don't mind mm -hmm. how they don't care about what anybody thinks. They're just going, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't have any sevens on our team, which is kind of interesting. You think about it, like Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn was a very she was very she much might a, be a seven. seven. Yeah, Brooklyn Brooklyn car. Shout out Brooklyn car. Stay in school <laughs> and uh, keep having fun out there in Texas. Uh, we miss you. Uh, but Brooklyn used to be on our team. She was. Another one that came straight out of kids' church into Kinder staff. staff yeah. um, she was always the one that would get up there and do put the silly costumes on, act mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, or as my mom calls her, sister crazy. Sister crazy. Sister crazy. Um, but that's her personality type, which you know. But not all of them. So don't like get this wrong in order to think Brooklyn's like this. But sevens tend to have a tendency of not being as dependable. And that's, you know, like, so the negative and positive traits don't necessarily fall on everyone. So you may be a number, but you may not always have every trait of a seven, right? Mm -hmm. um, but on that one, so they're saying a seven tends to be a person that is kind of last minute, late. Very flighty. Very flighty. They'll have uh, a life plan and then it changes two days later. Mm -hmm. And so those are their sevens. Um, those are people that, you know that you gotta kind of be on a little bit more. Um, so sevens are really good when it's in the moment. Um, it's not necessarily bad to have them on your team. If you have them, it's just, you gotta remember that you gotta remind them. Uh, you gotta make sure that you're pushing for things to get done with them. Um, you know, it just kind of comes with the territory. So a lot of people, there might even be people that are ones that you still have to push to do something because they might have let's say a, a little bit of a seven in them you know <laughs> um like i think like selena kind of you can be like that sometimes too i can be like that too if it's not important to me it's on the back burner mm -hmm. that's that's just me that's my that's some of my flaws is sometimes if it's not vitally important if it's not life or death i'm not taking care of it right now um but you know so that's it's kind of interesting when you look at it like the different personality types. They can't hear you shaking your head. Oh. <laughs> um, so this is Selena's first time on a... It's my on, first appearance ever. On a podcast. So she's shaking her head. I'm like, they can't hear you shaking your head. <laughs> um, but it's pretty interesting to see how to work with people and how... They pulled a team together. Mm -hmm. And it's important for like leaders 
or people who are in charge of things to know how to communicate to your team, to know how what works with them and what doesn't work with them. Um, because a lot of times you can make the wrong decisions in trying to to relay information or ask for things to be done. You could even offend somebody without really meaning to, and it's just mm -hmm. the way that they perceive, or not perceive, the way they receive that information. Yeah. Like, even with me, like, okay, I'm a five, what would be a way to not get me to do something, I guess, in a way, or offend me? Ask to go over when you're already at your mental capacity. <laughs> <laughs> that, or, um, last, um, If la we try to be nosy. Yeah, ask if, about your personal life if you're overstepping boundaries mm -hmm. with me um it's it's a little sometimes if i don't if i don't feel comfortable with you um i don't like to relay certain personal information to me that's that's my that's something i guard very much um last minute things mm -hmm. if you throw last minute things on a five um because they've already researched everything they were supposed to mm -hmm. and i have everything or if you change it at the last minute too i mean i can flow with it but i prefer things to be the way that it was said it was gonna be um but that's just me you know but uh no i mean i think it's really cool like important like and do you feel like you have used i've used it in ways that i've asked like people to do stuff if i can't do it um i really had to learn how to do that when i broke my foot and i couldn't get around and do like the little things that I used to take care of. Mm -hmm. um, like I couldn't just tell somebody like, oh, the sign needs to be put up. I had to be like, oh, intentionally like go to someone I knew that would do it and ask them to do it. Because mm -hmm. um, as a one, I feel like sometimes I'm the only responsible one and I think of all the little things because I'm a detailed person and that's not the case. But there were times where, like, the sign didn't get put out or the offering baskets weren't brought out mm -hmm. because I paid attention to the small details. And that's just my personality. Um, but I couldn't just be like, this needs to be done or you forgot to do this. Mm -hmm. And if I told them you forgot to do this, um, because that's, that's a, that's <laughs> they a, would not be happy. Because that's a part of your trait, though. It is part of my trait to be very demanding or just come off very strong or even optic or pessimistic about oh yeah that's a big thing be very pessimistic about just things in general very critical about mm -hmm. everything because everything's data driven data like, driven that and we're perfectionists so mm -hmm. we have an inner critic inside of us that constantly is telling us we're not good enough we're not doing enough so mm -hmm. uh, when i broke my foot i felt like i was just a waste of space in the kids church <laughs> because I wasn't being perfect in trying to get everything done or remembering everything. And that was just because like, nobody set those standards for me. That's something I set for my stuff and myself. And because I wasn't meeting it, I felt like I was failing. Mm -hmm. And so it comes from one's having a strong inner critic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, do you, so like we use this with adults a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, but do you ever notice it with children when oh, you're yeah. working with the children? Like there's a lot of personality types, um, with our kids and stuff like that. And like, I'll notice certain personality types, um, you know, and those are really good to use on your kids, mm -hmm. especially if you're trying to connect with them. Mm -hmm. Because if you know, like, so like, let's say prime example, if I had a kid that was a five, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to ask some personal information. Because to them, that's very off-putting. And you're invading their privacy. You're invading their privacy, and they want certain certain things to be private. They're okay with being your friend. They're okay with talking to you, but you don't go past those boundaries. Until they move that boundary back. Mm -hmm. Until they allow you to be in there. And the same thing with, like, a, was it a six? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The loyalist. The loyalist. You have to earn their trust. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of kids that you felt like, man, I really had to work for that. Like, it's like an onion. I had to peel back. <laughs> The layers to get to that part where they trust me you know um and then you have your sevens that are kids that are just wilding out and they love to be the center of attention mm -hmm. and those are okay those are great because every and the funny thing is is that all of these numbers have a place at church oh yeah there you need every single one in order to have a healthy functioning church because if you just had sevens <laughs> 
at your church <laughs> or in your ministry. Think about it that way. It if would you, be awesome, but it would constantly be changing and maybe not for the positive. Yeah. And so I'm not saying that you couldn't pull it off because everybody has other traits um, that they fall back to. But think about it. If you had a strong sevens, just nothing but strong sevens, you'd never get anything done. Mm-hmm. Or if you did, it'd be last minute and everybody would be fighting for the front. Or if you had a bunch of eights. They'd all be just fighting each other. <laughs> they'd all be fighting each other and then trying not to get in the front, you know, and you would never have, you know, anything done, you know, or if you had a bunch of ones, you would never. You'd be caught up on all the details before be you actually the, got to do anything. Yeah, you know, um, and it's just, it's crazy. Like you think about it, every, every, every number is needed. Mm-hmm in your ministry or in your church and then especially with the kids and it's, it's i think it's i've helped. used it to build relationships with the kids mm-hmm. because you know how to how to how to approach them you know and you might not figure it out right away it's no. something that you'll have to observe um you know and that's another thing like do you observe our kids quite often i think you do more than i do and i feel like <laughs> i do a lot i just i I'm a people watcher, so Mm -hmm. I watch how the kids interact with each other or how they are at breakfast time where they, I catch little things that Mm -hmm. they think they're getting away with and, um, but it's helped me just pick out what their personalities are and how to approach them and how to build a relationship with them more than just a, Hey, like glad you came back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think with like, with me, like I, I like to to watch the kids and see how their personalities are to see what what works and what doesn't work but i i think sometimes when i'm up front i don't have a chance to and i think you you're a background person mm-hmm. a lot in our ministry um you'd rather be in the background anyways mm-hmm. than be up front um so you have a chance to actually observe a lot of that yeah. you know and my mom's the same way my mom's very my mom. I think me and my mom are the same personality type, right? She won't diagnose herself. She says she doesn't want to test telling her what she is. Oh, we know what she is though. <laughs> but um, I think they're the same personality type, or roughly around the same. Um, but my mom's very observant. sits in the back, doesn't like to be up front, but she will do the work, you know. Um, but she observes a lot, and she'll tell me a lot about kids on the bus. She goes, so and so, you know, does this a lot, and their personality is really like this. You know, and it's really helpful for me, for someone who's not paying attention, to have that one pay attention to those mm-hmm. small details because now I'm a better leader because someone on my team is doing something that I can't do or I haven't had, the, I haven't been able to do. Um, it also helps you identify like when that child is struggling or they're not in a place where they typically would or should be. Mm-hmm. I, it's easier to identify problems within themselves mm-hmm. or their family situations. Uh-huh. Or even altar call work. Altar call work is perfect. Yeah, because like you could be laying There's your hands. There's some kids that do not want to be touched. And mm-hmm. if you're not paying attention to that, you'll go up to them and you'll shut them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's some that they need all that attention and you're not giving them enough attention. Exactly. They want you to be hugging them and petting their hair while they're praying mm-hmm. and if you're not doing that it's for them it it it's not enough for it's them. not enough for them to feel like i'm secure yeah like they're secure because even though they feel god they want to know that they have somebody there with them mm-hmm. because that's the i think that's the worst thing that you can allow happen is a kid get the holy ghost mm-hmm. and them not feel safe to get the holy ghost well and no one should ever feel alone at the altar mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's kind of it i think i feel like we could kind of go on with this forever but um but yeah you know like so i encourage you guys to really kind of go into looking into personality tests like this Mm -hmm. um the cool thing enneagram is such a big thing right now um there's a lot of instagram pages and stuff like that um online that post daily stuff so that way if you're not like me i don't have time to sit and research everything but I do have time to take a minute and look at a post. You know what I mean? That's he's lying. He researches everything. Well, I re- that's his personality. Let me rephrase this. I don't have time to research everything. I research things that I'm really passionate about 
and really want the answers to at that moment. But for something like Enneagram, like I don't, I have interest in it, but like if it's on a post and I will read it, he'll take our word for it. Yeah. I'll usually just take your word for it, but, um, but she usually sends me a lot of the Enneagram stuff. So look at this. Look at this. I nerd out. Yeah. But like, I don't do that as much with that at least. Um, so I, you know, I advise you guys, if you guys can just take a couple of minutes and send a link and everybody can take it and just, Hey, let me know what number you got, you know? And, you know, and then use that and then research the numbers that you have to figure out the best way to reach out to these people or to connect with your team and help connect build your, with your kids, mm-hmm, connect with your kids. And it helps really helps our team building. And we kind of have an ongoing joke with our with our friends and our people at our church. We always call each other by our numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're being such a five or oh, you're being such a one or. Oh, you know like those one you need to chill. <laughs> you need those. Oh, you know those eights. You know they do this, um, but it's an ongoing joke. But it's it's really like you know. But it's it's kind of funny because we're just like those are our personality traits, and and the, we're not trying to change people. We're trying to to just learn to work with those people. Learn what they're how they work, how they respond, how they react, and you'll get better responses out of each other as a team, and you'll be able to build better relationships with your kids when you learn how they are, how they receive love, how they, what makes them shut down. That's the biggest one. What makes mm-hmm. them shut down? Yeah. Um, Cause you don't want to do those things. Yeah. Cause if you shut them down, then who knows how long it's going to take to open back up. Mm-hmm. Um, but thanks guys for listening. Thank you, Selena, for coming and doing this episode. Thanks I know it's so me. hard to come and spend some time with me, but uh, <laughs> I really appreciate it. Um, it's total tedious work. <laughs> so um thanks guys for listening uh make sure to jump on the uh, instagram page and like it um you know let your friends know about it let them know about this podcast um and remember you want to say it with me stay Stay kingdom minded. minded all right see you guys bye